you're checking this out for the first time, you're sharing with a friend, search on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, where we're kind of hosted at. Just search for Joe, comma, live, A-N-D, like the word and, chops, and uh, find us. Subscribe so you get it automatically updated. And uh, we usually put out a couple of podcasts a week, just depending on what's going on. But I uh, wanted to give you that. Let's throw on our social media real quick before we dive uh, deep into this Tiger King stuff. Uh, mine is Joe Pesh Radio for pretty much all social media. That's J-O-E-P-E-S-H Radio. You can follow me at Liv Karras. That's L-I-V as in Victor. C-A-R-R-I-S. And mine is at Producer Pork Chop. Now, Liv and I, as we wrapped up last podcast, were kind of disappointed in you, as usual, but we found out that you have not watched any Tiger King, and we kind of said, okay, let's reconvene when you get on Netflix and you binge it. I think it's like seven or eight episodes. Have you done that? Kind of. So the reason I hadn't watched is because I just couldn't justify paying $15 a month for Netflix. But Liv, uh, she gave us her password. And you know what, Liv? We actually didn't even end up using your password. Because, really? Uh, yeah, we just signed up uh, my boyfriend for a 30-day free trial. Oh, that's the way to do it. I've done that with like Hulu. I've done that with HBO Go. I've done that with like literally every service out there. Yeah. So like LiveKaris1 at gmail.com. LiveKaris2 <laughs> Exactly. But I always forget to un subscribe or like oh, no, undo no. it so that they end up that. charging me for the first month after the 30 that. days so yeah so anyways i did uh download that friday and i slightly binged i watched like some episodes over the weekend and i just watched three today so i've watched six episodes um and, and i know there's seven but i think right. they came out with like a behind the scenes like eighth or something like yesterday yeah. well so they came out with an eighth episode i actually watched it today and it's basically joel McHale who was on the soup on e he also was in some movies some television shows he was on community basically he does like kind of like a reunion where he touches base with a lot of the people who were in Tiger King and talks to them, asks them questions, you know, just gets kind of like what they thought of the documentary series, their reaction, all that kind of stuff, which it, it I mean, it still leaves you wanting more, but I want to know, Portia, what was your initial reaction when you first started watching it? So I absolutely loved it. Uh, my, it. <laughs> my boyfriend on the other hand did not. Uh, we watched the first episode together and then halfway through the second, he's like, I'm going to go upstairs and take a shower. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, I'm just interested in that. Oh yeah. So spoiler alerts probably coming in this podcast. Oh but, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> uh, but he was like, I just want to watch the episode where they roast Carol Baskin. So um, yeah. So he only watched like half of episode two and all of episode one really why didn't i mean when i first watched it i was so fixated on it i could literally not stop it's a type of thing where it's like no when we were watching it no one was on their phones no one was leaving to get up to go to the bathroom like every single word you wanted to hear and every single frame you wanted to see because it was just so crazy the entire time so that's shocking to me that he wasn't initially like intrigued by it yeah no i think he just didn't like the whole country you know like hick and sort of aspect to it he thought it was like corny but i think freaking joe exotic is an absolute entertainer like you just i mean he's just so interesting tell me, to watch tell me Liv, that you did not watch tiger king and within the first episode say holy crap 
this is producer pork chop if he had a tiger. Because Lindsay <laughs> and I looked at each other and we're like, this is totally pork chop. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Tiger King as you go on, he ends up having these really young, 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 young boyfriends. <laughs> and they just are enamored by him. And I'm like, oh my God, this is producer Porkchop to a T. No, here, if Porkchop today got an exotic tiger, an exotic cat, and then it and started doing meth, then it would be him 20 years or 30 years from now. But no, I don't think so. This guy is like, a, does coke and meth. And like the only thing that they have in common is that they're both gay and that they like young 17, 18 year old men. Close enough. But so I want to kind of get your take too, because Joe Exotic, there, okay, I've got a lot of questions I want to ask, but initially, his boyfriend. So you've got John Finley, who was the one with his shirt off, who had all the messed up teeth. Then you have Travis, the one who like tragically died. And then you have Dylan, his current husband. Do you find these men attractive? <laughs> uh, first one, no way. John Finley, no. Yeah. Second one, I was like, yeah. you definitely find Travis attractive. A, a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, he was just a little too like country, a little too surfer. I don't know. He was kind of like buff. And, yeah. Like, it looked like he would be taller than you, which I don't know how you would feel. Yeah, nah. And then the third one was okay, too. I think Travis was definitely the best. Uh, the third one was the second best. And Dylan? One, yeah, no way. Okay, I do have to say, so in the reunion show that I watched today, John Finley has brand new teeth. No way. Yes, and he looks incredible. <laughs> what? Yes, he looks, he looks so good. Okay, incredible is like a little dramatic. <laughs> but like, he looks pretty good. No like, if way. I was drunk, I would probably be like, oh, like, I <laughs> Dude, you're making me want to watch episode eight now. Just to you see have it. to. It, it's pretty good. I mean, it, it leaves you wanting more, but it, but it's pretty good. And also, it's worth it just to see John Finley talk. But also, he has these new teeth, and you can tell that he's not used to them because he kind of talks with like a lisp. And the way he talks, it looks like he's worried that his teeth are gonna fall out. Oh like his new my teeth. God. It's that really funny. Um, so I want to get like, did at any point were you guys a fan of Joe exotic? Because you kind of go into, I went into this roller coaster of me being like, this is a terrible person to then me kind of feeling bad for him. Then to me being like, well, he kind of deserved it. Like at any point, did you guys like actually feel bad for Joe exotic or like him and want to see him do well? I liked him. I mean, obviously everything has an angle to it for Tiger King and a certain portrayal of uh, Tiger Joe or Joe Exotic. But I mean, at the end of the day, like the guy was just trying to make money off Tigers. Same thing kind of Carol Baskin's doing, even though she's saying it's a rescue place. But yeah, I found myself like rooting for Joe. And then I was like, there's no way they can convict him. But at the same time, he tried to have her killed. Like he, he, he tried to pay somebody to have a person knocked off. It's kind of a shitty thing to do. So I can't well, be a big fan of him. I think that Jeff Lowe definitely set him up so jeff lowe was the guy that wears like the bandana and then like the affliction hat with like an affliction t-shirt with like the harley davidson leather jacket over top the guy that he kind of goes into business with towards the end and i think jeff lowe 100 set him up now did joe exotic also he got arrested on 19 counts 
So he got arrested on more than just hiring a hitman. He was killing tigers, which you're not allowed to do because they're extinct. And he was shooting them to make space for his zoo for these tiger cubs, which is illegal. So he not only got arrested by hiring a hitman, but I think the hitman thing, I think Jeff Lowe put that idea in his head and then recorded the sound bites that would get him in trouble. Yeah, I honestly kind of agree with Liv. And to answer your main question, I did kind of find myself uh, as a fan of Joe Exotic. Um, obviously, up until the end of episode six there, uh, I started thinking like, oh, shoot, you know, if he tried to get Carol Baskin killed, then that's not right. But then, like, my theory in life has always been that there's always two sides to every story. No matter how one-sided one side of the story might look, you never know that the other side of the story could be true. So maybe Joe, you know, you're exactly right. Maybe uh, his friend, what's the bald guy friend name again? The I'm bald bad. guy. Yeah, that owns the zoo now. Oh, Jeff Lowe, the guy that wears Jeff all the Lowe. hats. Yes, Jeff Lowe. Um, so that maybe you're right. Maybe he did kind of help frame Joe and record that audio on purpose. Okay, so did you guys know when um, Jeff Lowe got arrested in Las Vegas, you know how they touched on that for like a second? Uh-huh. He was bringing baby tigers into suit. He would put baby tigers right. into suitcases and pull them through Las Vegas hotels like lobbies and then would get up into a hotel room and use the baby tigers to like basically lure hot girls into having like threesomes with him and his young wife. Kind of a genius. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, honestly, that guy's really smart. Honestly, I mean, like, of course, that, that, he's, he's just as big of a dirtbag as anybody else is. Oh, no, he's the worst. Okay, there are, there are dirtbags everywhere. They, there are, but there's something about the Affliction t-shirts and the, like, oh, monster yeah. hats that just it make works. them a little bit worse. It works. Where was this when I was single? If all I had to do was get a tiger <laughs> two grand, I would have taken, like, a tax return. And got, I mean, because that guy's, like, he's getting threesomes, and he hires a hot nanny, like, Honestly, his nanny is so hot. I know. Like, I wish I had a kid. Jeez. But I also think that it's funny because this documentary, every single character could have their own documentary. It's like the crate. Every single person could have a spinoff documentary about them. Like James Garrison, who the one who was riding the jet ski at the end. Oh, you haven't seen it yet, Pork Chop. In the last episode, like one of the very last scenes is the best scene of this James Garrison, who's the one that's like kind of turning everyone in on a jet ski. And it makes uh -huh. no sense. It has no continu like continu continuity of like why it's in this documentary. But for some reason, they have it. And it's the funniest clip I've ever okay. seen in my life. I kind of want to ask a couple of questions here, and then we can debate them as we go along relating to this uh, whole Tiger King thing and the, the show. First of all, do we think that Carol Baskins killed her husband? Yes or no? 100%. Why? Why do you say she killed her husband? Well, one, she is a psycho. I She's the worst person in this documentary. Her and Jeff Lowe, I feel like, are two equal, just huge, huge scumbags. Carol Baskin 100% killed her husband. Do you remember there's a part where they're talking about um, when Joe thinks that someone put um, like perfume Honest on boots. his boots. And then she goes, if they wanted to kill him, just pour sardine oil all over him. And then like awkwardly laughs. It's like, why are you like 
so specific with your examples. And then they say, oh, there's a rumor that I put my husband in the meat grinder. You couldn't even fit his wrist in the meat grinder. It's like she already made the calculations to see if the meat grinder would work. Hmm. What do you um, think, Chaps? I, you know, a part of me thinks that uh, her deceased husband, once again, bad with names, what was his name? I don't know what her deceased husband's name is. Oh, well, or missing. I think there was a chance that he could have gotten off on a plane and went to Costa Rica. I mean, he was telling his like secretary girl or his friend, whatever, hey, man, if I pull this off, this is going to be the biggest thing I ever pulled off. And then he's missing. Like, Yeah, but no, no, no. But he, he left all of his money behind Chops. Sure, he could have left, but he, he would have got his money. He didn't take any of his money. None. He didn't take any of his money. And he, again, like they said that he could never fly a plane that he would have right. taken have there's no way it would have to stop there's no way know. he could have gotten it so i 100 percent think that she murdered him in that case it's still a case that's open so i think they're going to start re i've heard that they're reinvestigating the whole case and also did you, her brother worked for the police department right but, so can, but can i think live? can one person live shut that whole thing down to protect a family member. Like if you, if one of your sisters was a police officer or a sheriff or whatever, or a trooper and you did something, could they really protect you? I think so. 100%. See, I don't think so. I, I need to feel that do favors here and there. Like when I have family members that are cops and I got a speeding ticket when I was like younger, they helped get me out of tickets or reduce them down, you know, but right. how can you cover up the murder of somebody? That's, that's I don't know. Tough. But also the, remember the detective that they were interviewing did you guys like pay attention to the decor in his home? No. I don't okay. think so. Why? So he had a weird ass decor in his home. He had like a clown face on the wall. He had like a table that was um had like tiger claws on it. And then he had like that a little like butler decor that was like a monkey dressed as a butler. All these people are freaking weird. All these people like there's not a single sane person, normal person in this documentary. Hmm. I just want to point that out. They are, they are all weird as hell. I want to know, too. Remember Alan Glover, the actual hitman? Yes, yes. that guy. Yep. How the hell did they convince him to get into a bathtub and be interviewed in a bubble bath? When the hell did that happen? Like, how did that conversation go down? Well, the one guy I was reading lived, like, not Alan Glover, but the, the guy that we were talking about has the new teeth. That he, he has dentures, actually. But, yeah. like, they were saying, like, his side of it, that the producer's like, oh, no, we want you to have your shirt off. Like, he didn't want to have a sh shirt off the whole time. They asked him, Joel McHale asked him in the um, eighth episode why he had his shirt off. And he said that it was because um, he wanted to show off all of his tattoos. Okay, because see, I read something different on TMZ saying that. But, I mean, either way, I'm hoping that all these people that uh, went through all this crap, they actually are going to get some money out of this somehow as little I side mean, projects. Like, I hope they get something. Like, what about that girl? There's no way in hell I'd be loyal if there's like well, animal rescue or chops animal rescue. And I was that girl that put the arm in the cage and had my arm ripped off. Right. I would she, be like, screw this. She should be hired anywhere she wants to because clearly she is the most loyal freaking employee in the entire world. But actually, this is also interesting. She is identifies as a man. So she what? uses, yeah, she or he uses he and him pronouns, and the documentary kind of got that wrong. And so people have been online 
have been so fired up about this and been like, are you kidding me? Like how ignorant, like Kelsey Safry. So a lot of people call her Saf, the one who got bitten off the arm. They identify as a him. And so Joel McHale asked him, you know, were you really upset about that? And he said, I mean, not really. It seemed to bother a lot of other people, but like, I didn't really pay any attention to it. Just proof that she's like the coolest, chillest, most genuine person. She's a little too carefree for me. Like, I'm sorry, if my arm got ripped off, I'd be pretty pissed off. And it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll be back at work in a week. That's just crazy. I mean, I don't understand. And so then he said that they used to show that to people who said that they wanted to work there. Joe Exotic would show the footage of of him getting his arm like ripped off to say, like, are you sure this is a business you want to go into? Are you sure this is a career you want to get into? And Saf says that he has watched it over and over a bunch of times, the footage of him getting his arm bitten off. Oh, isn't that crazy? It is the whole thing. And like one thing that I thought was kind of crazy too, was like Joe exotic, like they actually ran for what what was it? Governor that he's running for. Holy crap. I mean, in the political climate we have nowadays, like, wouldn't it be cool if Trump would pardon him and he could run for government or something? That'd be dope. Um, so I was listening to this podcast. There's this guy, shoot, I forget his name, but he basically has done a true crime podcast it's kind of like that, but it's like seven episodes and it's a podcast. And it's basically the audio version of the documentary, but it's more journalistic and it mainly focuses on Joe exotic and Carol Baskin. So it doesn't really focus on any of the side stories. And they said that he was so obsessed with Trump and that's why he wanted to run for president. And then he realized that was not going to be the case. So he dumbed it down to governor, but they also asked, you know, like, what do you think the chances are that he is going to get pardoned? And he said t- zero to two percent. Like, it's definitely not going to happen because, like, what Joe Exotic was founded on, like, his case is so strong that there's no way they're going to let him out of jail and pardon him. No, I mean, like, no matter what, whether or not he hired Hitman for Carol Baskins, they have all those animal skulls and for all sure. that. So, so he's locked up for a while. Um, so did you guys have some, any like favorite characters? Like who were your favorites? Cause I mean, obviously it's hard like to Jeff Lowe obviously sucks. Carol Baskin sucks. Joe Exotic has done a ton of illegal things. Also that Don Antle guy that basically has a cult on that his- blows my mind. Liv, that guy you're talking about. It blew my mind that he has all these beautiful, gorgeous women. They stay there. They live in, in stalls like horse stalls and sleep on straw pretty much. Right. They don't even- have rooms and changes their name he yes. changes their name and he goes by Bagavin, which like translate to like god or like the lord or something like that is a straight cult once again where were all these girls when i was single because like, <laughs> I, I just i don't understand like how these people just willingly give up everything and go there and well, then they fall into that i think the key is that they don't have an awful lot to give up Like, I think that's why Joe Exotic gets all of these people who are either addicted to drugs or coming off of being addicted to drugs and they have nothing. So he says, you know, I'll give you drugs or, you know, like I'll give you a place to stay when they have absolutely nothing. And that's why they end up staying for so long. It is almost like a cult thing. 
Don Antle was like one of my favorite parts just because it was so interesting and it was so freaking funny, especially when he would set it up and he would be like talking to the producers of like, here, like go around front and I'll open the door and act like I'm letting you in. And like, they kept all of those parts in the actual documentary. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. And I think it just goes to show how much he was trying to do with stuff. Oh, I have another question here, guys. Okay. Uh, I was trying to think of it as we were answering all those. Do you think that Tiger Joe or Joe exotic set fire to his TV studio, which had all the film and everything uh, that he was not, he was going to be set to lose because the one guy documenting it pretty much had the rights for that what, like reality TV show they were pitching. Do you think that Joe Exotic or somebody on his team, he had them burn it all, or is it just an accidental fire, or did somebody outside do it? What do you think? Oh, 100% Joe Exotic did that. 100%. There's nothing, like, there's no doubt. When, when you that. say Joe did it, what do you mean by that? Because he was in Chicago and it burned. I'm saying he's like, okay, hey, uh, like, that's me. It's like, I got Joe Pesh's uh, Tiger World. And I'm like, all right, Chops, hey, listen, I'm going to need you to set my Tiger World on fire. So I'm doing it, but I'm having you do it for me. Like, I paid. Yeah, like, I think that he paid one of his employees to do it. I 100% believe that he did that. There's just no way that it would just like catch fire like that. And it just happens to be all that stuff. And also, we saw him light fire all of those records and things when Jeff Lowe was taking over before he actually took over, he set fire all those computers. So we know he has it in him to set fire to a ton of stuff. Hmm. Um, also Rick Kirkman, that was the producer. Oh, I love him. Yes. Uh, he's the best. Just chain smoking. Like where's he even chain? Who's letting him chain smoke like that indoors? Right. Like, who still lets that happen in, like, 2019 or 2020? (laughs) This is is in Oklahoma and Florida. You can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. I think he's in Norway now. He's in Norway. Okay, well. Even still. Isn't that just great? He was one of my favorites. Him. And then I also liked um, John Rinky, the guy with no legs. Yes crazy like all of these people just could have their own spinoff documentaries um i i I really like that producer guy i kind of feel bad for him imagine if his show actually got published like how many years ago is that two three years ago yeah like it probably would have been huge i wonder what he's thinking now like now that tiger king is out He's probably um, like, that's my baby, and that's what I wanted three years ago. But right. that's on him. Like, how do you leave all of your – you have no copies. You leave your only thing in one place. That's just – I mean, I, I feel bad for him. Stress, but he was – I think he was living on the grounds. But don't you have backup of things? Like, I have a backup of my, my master hard drive. I have a copy of it. Yeah, but I think, you know, when there's just so much footage, like, that would be so hard to back up all of it. I feel so bad for him, though, because, I mean, that's, like, basically his retirement. He was, like, devastated when all of that happened, like, obviously. Um, Wait, there's another guy that I really liked that I wanted to bring up. Um, Oh, Eric Cowie. Cowie, whatever, the long, blonde-haired guy. Who is he? He's the guy with, like, the long, blonde hair that always was glasses. I loved him, too. I felt like he was just so genuine and I just like felt bad for all of these like side players that right. were like affected by all of these like evil people. Dude, how about his, uh, the campaign manager? 
Oh yeah. Well, he's, he's the one that's he, he's the one He's the guy that saw one of Joe's boyfriend uh, shoot himself in the head. That's insane. Do you freaking yeah. imagine? No, I literally got like goosebumps when that happened. Like, and Same. you, oh my gosh, it's just so sad. He said that he truly believes that it was an accident. And he said in like the eighth episode, he said that like he could see there was five seconds of like him pulling the trigger and then like him dying. And he says that you could tell like in his eyes that Travis really had no idea what he had just done. Right. Like he truly did not mean to do it. Oh and cause he was trying to show him that like, it won't go off if there's no clip in. Right. And like that he like was probably just so like high and stuff that like he did like forgot that there was a clip in. Uh, I know yeah, how I, tragic. I feel, I feel bad for that guy having to see that. So I don't play around with guns. Well, I, mean, I feel bad for the guy's family too, but Jesus, what a dummy. And he said that um, he is trying to, like, raise money with, like, a GoFundMe so he can, like, actually get, like, counseling and, like, mm. actually go to a counselor because, like, obviously he's messed up from, like, seeing something like that. Well, did, you say, did you say messed up or messed up? <laughs> messed up. He actually did make it very clear that he does not do meth. No. Like, the eighth episode, he definitely looks like he has smoked a lot of weed or something. Now, I got to share some disappointment out of Tiger King, and it's not from the show. It's, it's from Porkchop. Uh, Liv, me and uh, our buddy Chad were social distancing doing some disc golf uh, a few days ago, and Chops really was just finally starting to watch it, but he never heard the song by uh, Joe Exotic, you know, um, I Saw a Tiger. That's, um, yeah. that's, that's one of his great hits, by the way. But uh, we played it for Chops, and when the chorus came on, and you know, me and Chad are starting to tear up a little bit out there on the disc golf course because it hits so hard. Chops, I think, was kind of disappointed. I mean, you weren't really feeling that, were you? Nah, the song sucks. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I think yeah. all of his music is so good. So I know all the stuff behind that, too. So apparently... He hired a country band out of Washington, and this country band would write and record all of the music. And so Joe Exotic would say, like, hey, I want it to be about this girl named Carol Baskin. I think that she killed her husband. I want you to mention that in there. So he would, like, kind of tell them what he wanted the song to be about, and then they would write it and they would record it. And no one like knew about any of this, but then Joe Exotic didn't pay them for one of their songs. And so they just got so fed up that they like apparently went to the press about it, like went to this like journalist that was like doing this big article on him and told him everything. But so it's in fact, not Joe Exotic's voice, which I was kind of disappointed about. I'm kind of crushed to hear that. No, I, I know, too, but, it, but at first you're like, holy crap, this crazy ass guy has an amazing voice. And you're kind of figured out, you're like, wait a minute. This is like the Millie Vanilli of Oklahoma. What's and then on? the music video where they had hired someone to play Carol Baskin. That was impressive. Just like Carol Baskin. <laughs> She's batshit, by the way. Oh, for sure. Out there. I'm sorry. Anybody that loves animals that much, like you're all a little bit crazy. Like I love my mom. But my mom loves animals a little bit too much. Like, I don't think she'd feed somebody to a, to a tiger. But I think you reach a certain level of animals, or maybe it's how many you have, or just how much you love them. But something happens to people. Or maybe it's just cat people. I don't know. 
My no, it's one hundred percent. It's like any time you reach over like a certain number, like it. It's so true. It does not matter the animal. If you reach over a certain number of like dogs, cats, snakes, anything, there's a screw loose. They're one hundred percent. What's your number at again, chaps? My number of what? Pets. You've got two dogs, two cats, and a bird. And two birds. Two birds. Two birds. Yeah. Two right. Dogs, two cats, and two birds. So he's got six. I, I feel like you're still safe. Yeah. Carol Baskin's Jr. over here. So, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Was Carol Baskin not in the documentary? No, hey. she was. She was. What do you mean? Because I heard you say they were talking about, you said the lady they found to play Carol Baskin look exactly like no, her? In, in one of Joe Exotic's music videos. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Hey, yeah. Like, threw me for a loop. And I was like, what? Yeah. No, no, no. In one of his music videos, they hired yeah. someone to play her. And like, she looks identical yeah. to that person okay i agree oh and then howard baskin that's her husband mm-hmm. with How about a, that? How he's about that? weird the shot of him singing like opera to her was the strangest thing i've ever seen in my life that might be in ep- the last episode no no no. the strangest thing is that like their wedding photos or engagement photos of her, <laughs> where right. she gets them to dress up in like a little loincloth and has a collar around her. please tell me Please tell me that we're all going to do something like that for Halloween, that we're going to do Tiger Team inspired oh, costumes. This, all, this in, whole Halloween season is going to be all about Tiger King, 100%. Dude, Which I'm so not bad about. Has Carol, what's the most recent thing she's said? Like, what's her review on Tiger King? Because she I feel like. hated it. Yeah, hated they made it. her look like pretty bad. Because she is. She used to breed way back when. She mm-hmm. initially opened up a like farm and or whatever, a zoo, and she used to breed. And then Joe Exotic actually went into big cats not breeding and being a rescue. He he wanted to stop breeding, but then everything got too expensive and he was actually married to this guy named brian i think his name was and he was married to him and it was kind of his first love and his first um relationship as being like an out and open gay man and he his husband brian actually died with um hiv complications so basically died from aids and they said that ever from that moment there was like a switch in joe and joe was never the same and that's when you kind of lost Joe and like Joe exotic started coming out. It's cause like his one true love. And so then that's when he started to do all of these kind of crazy things, kind of just trying like build this shield around him. So like he couldn't let anyone else in. Cause he actually has like a really like troubled, like childhood. Like he was sexually abused and like his dad totally rejected him and he got really bullied in school. And then he had the accident where like, you know, his, legs don't really work very well anymore and then his brother died so it's like all of these sad tragic things have happened to him to kind of like lead him to become this like very extreme crazy person and kind of belittle everyone around him to kind of like make himself feel okay so interesting so when is he supposed to get out of jail in like 20 years right like 25 years so people think that he's gonna die in jail and then um one person said that like he, an old um, zoo worker of his, said that like 
he's going to die in jail. Even if he gets out in 10 years because of good behavior, he's going to die in jail because like he will not be able to survive without like fame and without not having the eye, all eyes on him. And like, without being able to like connect with people. Well, let me ask you this. Have, do we know what Joe, what's Joe's review on Tiger King? Like, Oh, he loves it. Loves every second of it. Loves the fame. He's gotten people, um, some of his like fans from like day one, he's still in contact with them even through jail. And so he's having them start like Facebook accounts and having them start GoFundMes for him. Like he's loving every second of it. Okay. I, so that's so interesting. Oh, good for him. I want to see some of these Facebook accounts. What are, would it be like? Joe Exotic. I would assume so. I'm sure there's a ton of like fan accounts and stuff now. That's so interesting. Because before I, Tiger King, I had never heard of him. Oh, nobody absolutely did. not. No one did. He his videos, he was doing nightly shows every day for like 30 years. And like, I think the most viewers it ever got was like maybe a thousand people. Oh. And so it's like to have the drive to do that for just like even just like 200 people every single day for like 30 years is absolutely crazy. But you guys need to watch the last episode and definitely let me know what you think. I mean, I kind of wish I could like erase me ever have seen it and like watch it for the first time again. <laughs> Cause that's so good. Wow. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Obviously there's a lot of tragedy in there. And the biggest thing is you realize you bring up Carol Baskins in the beginning and even Joe Exotic as far as animal like rescuing stuff. They all seem to have one common theme that got lost along the way with all these people that went from rescuing animals. At least that's in their hearts what they wanted to do in the beginning. And then it all turned into money. How much money can I make with these tiger cubs and showing them off and let people petting them? And Have you guys I ever taken a picture with the tiger cub? No. I did. I did with a, a little bear before. I don't I don't know. If it was like, I don't know. If it was Does it short. kind of make you feel like an asshole now? Uh, yeah, but it was a radio station, so I'll do anything. I'll do anything for a paycheck. But I mean, I kind of want. I, I wonder though if that has anything to do if that was Joe Exotic or somebody else. Probably not, because it was when I was in Michigan. I doubt he'd come all the way up from there to Michigan, but maybe. I mean, there's like a zoo in Louisville that would like let you take pictures with like baby cubs. So I mean, it was everywhere for a while, but. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And the fact that they even just fit it into seven episodes, because truly, like, every person in that deserves their own documentary was pretty freaking crazy. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. So, once again, I feel sad for everybody involved, but I got a kick out of it. It was, it was I definitely, loved it. like, it's one of those, entertainment. Yeah, it's one of those things where you first started watching, and, like, within the first episode, you think it's something totally different by like the end of this series you're like holy shit i did not know it was going to take that kind of turn right well um porn chop you need to go and watch the last episode now the last two episodes oh the last two episodes you need to go watch the last two yeah and seven, let me know anything. okay yeah i just joe is just he's so visually appealing like he's fun to I, look like, at totally disagree like he's a little even hard to look at <laughs> crazy well good for them too bad he had to get in jail because hey hmm. maybe since he's in jail you can go after dylan and maybe you and hostage boy and dylan can have a thruple oh no <laughs> he, he can't afford to support anybody now that's, that's true that's true that's true 